Okay, this is uh, Three Idiots Have Nothing Better To Do In Corona uh, Than Talking Into Microphones With Facebook Live, Nobody's Watching uh, Felix, you look new today, thank you And this is the fourth, is it the fourth Where You Go Lockdown Podcast Slash Live Facebook Is that correct? Yeah, fourth, fourth And with Sean You can say hello now if you Hi Chris Don't worry about it. Hello there. Everyone cool will hear you. <laughs> cool cats and kittens. <laughs> and Felix. And we've got a first question. First of all, hi everyone. I missed you. You're all good. That's an idiotic question. Well, I just came from the land of the dead, basically. Yeah. The reason why we didn't record in the last few days is because I got sick. Yeah. And... Uh, I don't know if it's Corona, honestly. It could be Corona, it could be Dengue, it could have been just the flu. Uh, or cancer and everything. Or, or all together, yes. Yeah. But I, I think it's a mix with you. Yeah. I think there's like 18 parasites uh, and every sickness there is. AIDS as well. No, but to be honest, I never had a flu like this, so I'm inclined to believe it was either Dengue or Corona. Wow. But... Okay, so this is what happened. Yeah. The thing that I hated the most about these last few days where I didn't go out because yeah. I was miserable, I yeah. was really sick. Yeah. But you're miserable anyway, so... More miserable. More miserable, yeah. Was this. That, of course, I... Let I, me ask you a question. No, no, wait, 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 wait. I have a point. Yeah. I did the right thing, so I contacted all the people that I've been... Uh, in contact with, physically in contact, it was about uh, half a dozen people. Yeah. And to everyone I said, I'm sick, I don't know what it is, don't worry about me, I'll be fine, but I just want you to let you know, because yeah. we've been in contact. And everyone started with their own fucking remedies. Oh, you should take black seeds. Yeah. Oh, you should take paracetamol. What are black oh, seeds? I have no fucking idea. Oh, you should take jamu. And everyone just yeah. started giving me their own shit. I told you to get jamu, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And actually, the only person that was nice was uh, Jen, because she didn't tell me nothing. She just wrote me outside your door, and outside the door there was a care package with a lot of cool stuff that yeah. she bought from. Uh, But everyone, you shout out to Jen. Yeah. Well done, you, Jen. You told me your your fucking pills to. Sleep. I offered you yeah, I, I melatonin. And so that's you're yeah, welcome. Melatonin. That's what I hated. Everyone was just, oh, you should take this. Should you take this? And so I was just saying yes. But the stupidest person, the dumbest person, that may or may not be part of this podcast. Yeah. There was a person who wrote me every single day. Breathe. Oh, thank you, Felix. Thank you for reminding me of breathing. I was holding my breath. I thought that's how you get corona out of your system. Thank you for telling me. Now that I know I have to breathe, I felt much better. Okay, so, so let me respond to that. <laughs> Let's say I called with you a couple of times during those times, mm -hmm. and you sounded rather panicky. You know, it was like, I think you started to make phone calls. This could be it, phone calls. You know, I think, I think, uh, I think <laughs> the way you, I actually said, I think you said that to me as well. So I don't know what's happened. You know, I just want you to know, I love, you know, like, this could be our last time, Felix. So we were like, actually, like, well, hold on, hold on. Let, let no, me finish. No, let me finish. Let, a few people, I even gave the pin of my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Chris got ready to die. I so, so, so what I did I with breathe. Right? So, so what I said with breathe was more like, just relax and breathe and get through this. 
you're like mid-30s, you're rather healthy, two days this will be over. And he's like talking to me as if he's going to die, you know, so breathing was meant for that. So let me ask you a question that I thought about. What's your average happiness, zero to ten, that you go through on average? Damn, I didn't expect this question. Sure. For which, which time period? Let's say... Usually. That's hard. I know. I know it's a hard question because we all go through daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, lifely sort of waves, right? Everyone goes up and down. Yeah. But I think just in general is you as a... Because you know people... Yeah, but I what know, is general? Like I, corona but, general? Pre-corona yeah, general? Let's say pre-corona general and corona general. Right. Well, for me, it's gone down a lot since corona. I have to be honest. Oh, yeah. Like I was at like a, a solid eight. And now I'd say... Averaging a six. Oh wow, he's about to jump off a bridge. Yeah, right. but there's no, I didn't find a bridge yet. That's so. The only so reason. you're. Uh, I'll, I'll take this a bit closer, otherwise people can't hear. I mean, it. I'll go in and out. I mean, you just need this like stuff going on, and now yeah, I just don't have so much going on. That's yeah. That's so the you're truth an, for me. you're an eight going to a six. Corona yeah. made you six. What about you, Chris? Uh, I'm an eight going to an eight. I'm I'm pretty cool about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Cause you're the you're the you're the person. You're one of the couple of people that I know that goes on a daily basis through the biggest <laughs> waves. Like, I love that you're like I'm an eight, pre-corona in corona, because you're like on a daily on a daily basis you go between two and nine. You know what yeah, I mean? That's probably <laughs> true. That's probably true. I'm the emotional guy. Anyway, we've got a question. Um, so we've got a question for uh, uh, from uh, Rima. Ah, uh, Jen. Jen is watching. We we um. just talked about you, Jen. Thanks for bringing care package to. Anyway, nobody gives a shit. Um, let me uh, so what's the let me ask you. The question is. Is there anything you wouldn't joke about? We talked about that earlier, actually. Did we talk about that in a podcast or just no, among us? No, we said when it was too far. No, I would joke about it. Absolutely. This, okay, okay. So this subject, is, uh, okay, so uh, just to give some uh, perspective. So uh, we all um, participate and run um, an open mic comedy called Where You Go. And we actually talked about that before. Is, is there anything you shouldn't talk about or shouldn't joke about? So this is, this is actually an interesting question. So it's go ahead, Sean. Well, you need a lot of confidence, I think, to joke about the, the nastier, more difficult subjects. So I would have to like work up to it. But right now, there's, there's a lot of things I wouldn't joke about. All right, like give us an example. Your mama. No, sorry. Cancer stuff. I, I feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Uncomfortable about cancer stuff. You just joked about me having cancer, so. Yeah. Because it's you. No, okay. The joke is... See, that's... Okay, okay. I'll make my point with the cancer. But... Uh, no, I would you, joke about anything. You would joke about anything, right? Yeah. You, you don't would. give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. He really doesn't. It's quite amazing. <laughs> so for me, the answer um, to the question is... So that's interesting because... Now you said like joke about cancer because earlier Chris was like... I felt so miserable, whatever. And I said, yeah, you probably have cancer and AIDS and everything, Right. So the joke is not about cancer or AIDS. The joke is about Chris being a crazy renegade. Do you know what I mean? Like the subject of the joke is Chris. 
Yeah. Like I would say cancer, but I'm not making a joke about cancer. So That's I think I think as as long as okay, so, so cancer, hold on, patients. hold on, hold on. So tell them no so, but, but but the thing is like if the cancer patient if there's something funny about the cancer patient Of course if there is. Yeah, if if there is a joke about that behavior or about something, the joke is not about cancer as such. Yeah, the yeah. joke is about a person handling it or like how a person didn't. So the, the subject of the joke is not cancer as such. You don't joke about rape. You talk about how someone communicated about rape, how somebody uh, dealt with a... a, a a, a rape subject or something you know what I mean if there's a behavioral behavioral joke that has to do with a topic but it's not the topic itself then it can be funny even though the topic is serious that's what I think now, I think it's a bullshit answer it was way too like diplomatic yeah, yeah what I said was way better yeah 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 well, okay G give an offensive joke ask more questions offensive guys. jokes anything okay. you want to know how do you get a gay to fuck a chick? Oh yeah, that's one. That's so what? How do you get a gay? <laughs> that's the one I told you, right? Yeah. How yeah. do you get a gay to fuck a chick? Shit in a cunt. Wow. <laughs> I love this joke. I told. I, lo I love that one too. This is not. <laughs> so is that offensive? It was a little bit. Well, Jimmy Carr does some. Oh my god. Yeah, but it's the the subject. Uh, it's it's not like. Okay, Felix, your turn. About what? Offensive joke. Um, okay, I'll do an offensive joke. Um, I pretend to be an Australian now. Okay, I'll go on camera. So I pretend to be an Australian now, alright? Good day, mate. How are ya? I'm just trying to rehearse my accent here. Okay. Alright? So I'm Australian. I'm not going to nail the accent, but I'm trying anyway. So anyway, yesterday I was down at the pub. You know, and uh, I was punching this. I was punching this white fella in the mouth. You know, got in a fight. Then the coppers came. The police came, and they took me to jail. But it took me there all night. You know, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Then I got out of the jail the next day. Went back to the same bar. You know, and another. So so I got arrested for fucking uh, uh, for fucking assault. Assault. You know, that's what I got arrested for. Then the next night, I go back to the same pub. I have a fight with a brown fella, you know, I punch a brown fella in the, in the mouth, then the police comes, arrests me again, and this time for impersonating a police officer. <laughs> That's rather offensive. Should I do another one? I'll do a, I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll. But do a quick one. I'll, I'll do a quick one. Um, uh, I forgot how it goes. I have it in my head, but... Right, I'll, I'll, I'll tell a quick one. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Uh, maybe I already told during this one of these podcasts, it's one of my favorite offensive joke. How do you tell if a girl is too young for you? If, it's, if it's not oh, yeah, on yeah. the clock. If, if it's on the, the clock, it's right for the clock. No, is if, if when you want her to suck your dick, you have to go, here comes the airplane. <laughs> There's another one. These are not just offensive, they're also bad. If you have to take and, and the true. diaper off before... <laughs> if you have to take the diaper off before you fuck them. 
That's <laughs> yeah, that, that's my limit. He's he's my limit. Uh, we found my limit. Should we should we get away? Should we get away from offensive jokes? What, why did why did the, why did the little girl drop the balloon? I don't know. Because he's being raped in the face. <laughs> I, I think he wins. I, I think this is okay. Okay, what what's black and doesn't work? Half of London. I was about to say, give, give me time to answer the question. Jesus <laughs> this Christ. Actually, I like it. I like it. How many babies what? does it take to paint a house? Depends how hard you throw them. Yeah, no, this is not offensive. What do you, it's what, just dark. What do you tell uh, a woman with two black eyes? Black eyes or black guys? Black eyes. What do you tell a woman with two black eyes? I hope you fucking learn. Nothing, you already told her twice. <laughs> 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 that one was so good. Okay, let's get away from why, the joke. <laughs> why do you make the black kid that you just adopted swallow your cum? Because there's kids starving in Africa. Any what? famous, historical, outstanding person would you like to meet? Historical as in they're dead? It, they could be dead. Fa they could be either famous or historical, or outstanding. Well, if they're historical, they're famous. Outstanding. Does that mean they're standing outside? I think we're lost, basically. And I think uh, Cleopatra. Oh! Because you want to bang her. No, Cleopatra <laughs> was famous. And this is not even, not even a joke, it's true. Cleopatra was famous because she was sucking, sucked the cock of every single slave they had in their capital. So I've got several questions about that. Where you, do you have that, conf uh, that information from? And how is history. it valid? <laughs> history. <laughs> and how many STDs? That's history. She, she was a walking STD. Cleopatra was... Cleopatra is the first female, really powerful female historical figure. Because before that, they were just the, the daughters of, or the, they were married to kings. She was the first female pharaoh. And she used her sexuality to get together with Rome and to make uh, her kingdom as powerful as it's ever been. And that's why she sucked all the slaves' cocks. Yeah, because she used her femininity as a tool and she was sucking the... Okay, okay, let me ask you this question. Right. Like, she has an army mm -hmm. and she has slaves. Mm -hmm. Let's say she has 5,000 slaves that she wants, to, uh, she wants them to build a pyramid, right? right. So she has the you option... You know the pyramids were already there when she was okay. in power. She wants to build something, a palace, right? She's got 5,000 slaves. Right. Now she is sitting in her chamber drinking a wine and she's thinking, I need to get those 5,000 slaves to build me a new palace. I've got two options here. Should I get my army to force them to do it, or should I suck every slave's cock? <laughs> those, are, those are the two options I have. Do you think, do you think which option do you think she... I believe that she probably sucked a lot of cock with other politicians or something, use her or whatever. Okay, but, but let me ask you that. Yeah. How long will it take for slaves who've been beaten up by an army to build a palace, and how would it take for slaves who've just been their cock sucked to build the palace? They will build it so much faster. I get quite tired when I had my cock sucked. Really? Yeah. You get tired? I get tired. 
because you're working so hard or you're no I get tired processing. from ejaculating yeah. you know after you ejaculate I, 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 after you ejaculate it are you tired or are you energized no, I depends like depends on the girl it depends on the kind of ejaculation Dep- depend, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, depends okay. on the sex because sometimes we're, it can be like let him have his moment well it's not my moment I was just going to say something right. like <laughs> say it so sometimes I can go like twice or Whoa, big shot. if it's going crazy, I, he can go oh twice. Anyway, yeah, keep but, going. But sometimes it's just depleted after, you know, it's just a, diff, a different vibe. Depends on how into the girl I am. I'm okay, okay, hold on. No, follow up question, follow up question to that. I've got a follow up question for that. Describe the sexual encounter you have that you would feel depleted or and then describe the sexual encounter you would have yeah, what's where the you difference? feel energized. I think it's the differences in the build-up. Like if there's not so much real sexual tension and it's just like, you know, a quick fuck, it's, yeah, there's like less energy built up. But if you like build it up over a longer period and you, and you just go like for ages and then just like, coming isn't even such a, a big milestone it just like all the energy stays in there all right and what about masturbation yeah does I'm, it give you energy or does it take energy from you depends you yeah it always depends on but i think that a man true personality comes out after it comes a woman doesn't know a man until after he comes. That's one hundred percent true. And a man also doesn't know a woman until after he comes. That's I, not I true. Know, I, I never, I never. You don't know anything about women. I never made a woman. Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't know what he really thinks of the woman until after. No, he, comes. he doesn't. What? Else? What are you talking about? Explain that. First well, of all, let, let him talk. Have you ever been with a woman? Oh, fuck's sake! Let him talk. The you can be into a woman, and then up to the point where you come. And then after you realize, you know, like little Chris said on stage, is that, oh, she just had big tits kind of thing, you know? Ah, that's what you mean. I thought you meant the woman from the woman's perspective, but it's still your perspective. No, women are very different. So you realize how much into, into the woman you really are until after you ejaculated. Yeah. That's also also 100% true. Uh, this, This morning I ejaculated and then I gardened for three hours. And then my back broke because it was too much. Did you, you know? ejaculate in the garden? Would it have been different if you didn't ejaculate? Absolutely. Yeah, you I, wouldn't I, have broken your back. Yeah, it was too much. You know, ejaculating and gardening was too much for my back. Right. Yeah. How many times do you do you ejaculate per day? Per day, like point. Two or something. Oh. What does that mean? Point two. One like point on two. average. Every on, on average, average yeah, not every two. day. Like maybe, yeah, you know, three times a week. Something. Right. You? Every day. Every day. Every day. It's part of my morning routine. You do it into your coffee cup. No, I while I meditate. That's how I meditate. I meditate and masturbate at the same time. I love that. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about morning routines. Let's talk about morning routines. If you've got any questions to morning routines, let us know. So everyone share the first 45 minutes of every morning. What's your morning routine? The first hour. Okay, the first you, 60 you, minutes. You go first. Okay, I go first. But Chris, are, are you able to... Listen, 
for two minutes. You're, you're ready for this? All right. So, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so I get up, uh, I wake up, you know, uh, I cuddle a little bit, maybe, you know, depending what's, what the vibe is, you know. If we, if we feel cuddly, me and my partner, then a little cuddle, you know. We've been together for long, so, you know. Six years? Uh, six years, whatever. So, so it's a short cuddle, you know. It's just like, ah, oh, we're still both alive. Cuddle. No, we love each other. So we cuddle a little bit. Then um, I would do something called munchen. My grandma would call it munchen. You're half awake, half asleep. You're trying to sort of ease into it. You, because your thoughts that go, your thoughts start going like, get up, and then there's this fight, you know? So you don't try and buy into that. You're trying to like take your time and allow your body to slowly wake up. So this is what I'm trying to do for 15 minutes. Then I drink one liter of water. Then I poo. Uh, then I meditate for 10 minutes. Then I have a coffee, then I have a second poo, and then I would start emailing. I used to do my morning routine directly after coffee, like yoga and Pilates, but I do that now after a couple of hours of emailing and writing. So this is my morning routine. There you go. But this takes more than one hour though. Do you manage to do that every day? I do that every single day. It's like clockwork. What about you, Sean? What do you do? My day starts with waking up. I no way! <laughs> um, yeah, I will either get in the pool first thing and do some laps. Wow! I've, so, so I've been doing that uh, for the past week or two. That's why I've got an ear infection. <laughs> um, and then I will meditate for like an hour. You got a little hour. buffer though, like your arms are a little bit buffer. Thanks. Thanks for noticing. Yeah. I've been doing some personal training. Wow. Yeah. Um, Don't interrupt. No, no, no. This, this kind of interruption anytime. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but sometimes I just wake up and order go food from, I, I order a, a breakfast smoothie. I order berry bush from Shady Shack. That's my go-to. Uh, so sometimes it varies between going in the pool and then meditating for an hour. Meditating for an hour. Yeah, I've been doing that since my uh, my silent retreat. But really motivated. In the pool or outside the pool? Outside the pool. Oh. But you keep that up for one hour. That's meditation. Amazing. That's so cool. Yeah, I, I pretty like consistent. This. Yeah. You keep it up for one hour. No, that, but like lots of people, when I finished vipassana, I did that for half a year. Every morning, every evening, one hour, and then now, and now a year and a half later, it's. 10 minutes in the morning. Yeah. It's where it's at for me. But anyway, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have quite a different sort of morning. Yeah, it can be either like a huge success um, or it can be like I just wake up and I have no goal. So I just order some food. And uh, But I don't know. It's, so it's varied. I don't have like a set routine. I don't drink any coffee. Um, I just like let myself wake up pretty chill in a chilled way. Let me ask you this question. When you swim... How much time is there between you waking up and you starting to swim? Five minutes. That's insane. How old are There's you? There's a pool in my garden. But like, how, like, aren't you like, like my muscles and my back needs like an really? hour to just be able to walk normally. Really? What? Yeah. I'm an athlete. You're an athlete though. Yeah. But Maybe it's not good to be an athlete, I don't know. Well, it's, it's not good to do that amount of physical exercise for sure. My joints and bones don't like it. Anyway, Chris, 
All right, I wake up every morning around between 4.30 and 5.30. And I'm the opposite of you. Do you know, the other day we went for a drive, you know, and you were kind of still asleep at 7 when I... Well, you just got up at 7 when I picked you up. No, it's not true. It's not true. It's not true, everyone. Uh, and I'm the opposite of you. As soon as I open my eyes, I'm completely awake. I don't need my body to wake up or my brain to turn on. So you would leave bed? Yeah. Yeah. So what I do is half an hour to 45 minutes of shitting. That's the first thing I do. With your phone? Yes. Until my legs go numb and then I have problems standing up. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's so recognizable. That's how I know I'm done shitting. Either my phone goes from 100% till like 30% or I, I really cannot feel my legs anymore. Yeah. Alright? After that... And so I wake up that it's dark, I finish shitting that is sunrise, yeah. basically. Yeah. Which I can see from here. Nice. So it's nice. And then, yeah, I, I try to meditate. I don't do it every day, but I try to meditate. I try to masturbate. I don't do it every day, but I, I do it. Sometimes I do them together. Sometimes I meditate in the pool. I, I like to switch it off a little bit. How do you... Um, masturbate. Masturbate and meditate at the same time. So, actually, I've, I'm, I'm reading, I'm almost finished with this book, which is called uh, No More Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. And there is a concept in this book that I've never done before, which was interesting. And okay. I started doing it. Because when you masturbate as a man, you either use some visual aid, for example, Pornhub, yeah. or whatever. Shout out. Shout, Shout out to Pornhub. Which is, which is watching us right now. Teenage, teenage girl caught with stepdad, uh, <laughs> with obese stepdad in gangbang situation in Ukraine. Shout out to Pornhub. <laughs> and... Or you, like, fantasize, right? Yeah. So that's how usually people masturbate. How often would you no, masturbate no, from Pornhub and how often no, would you masturbate from... I do both. I start with Pornhub and I finish fantasizing. Wow! This is how usually... I no do. way. Yeah. So you start with Pornhub and you finish just visualizing whatever you want. Yeah. That is amazing. But wait, wait. There is this concept in this book. What's the most recurring thing oh, that nice. did you visualize when you when you masturbate? Oh, that, that's that's no. let's not go there. Okay, so shout out to. <laughs> <laughs> so, but in this book, there is this concept which I found really interesting, which was saying that masturbation is not healthy if you watch porn or if you fantasize because reality is just different. Okay. I'm like, okay. But they said that masturbation is healthy as long as you do it almost in a vipassana way. Like, completely clear your mind, you masturbate, and you just notice the feelings that you have. Wow. Which I've never done before. Okay. So basically, you masturbate like a fucking serial killer. You stand there with your eyes open, you start jacking off, and you just notice the feelings that you have in your body. Okay, so you don't try to think about big titty, big ass. You just sort of are with your sensations. Exactly. But does that still turn you on enough to ejaculate? So, first of all, I still need to use something which is either Pornhub or uh, fantasizing to get hard because I cannot just start touching myself 
with a blank stare and get hard. It doesn't work. But would you? Okay, Once let, let I me get hard though. I, I, I go in this meditative state and it's, it's really freaky. I love it because it's something different. Okay, let me ask you this. So you wouldn't be like, would, would you have a hard on and then you're like, oh, it's time to masturbate? Or would you be like, oh, I'm going to masturbate. So I'll switch on Pornhub, slowly get hard. Both. So, sometimes you get hard for no reason because you're a man. Yeah. And then you're like, eh, okay. Yeah. And sometimes you're like bored and you're like, eh, okay. Yeah. And yeah. That's so back to the ejaculating. How so, do you masturbate? How do you guys masturbate? What do you want to know about masturbation? So let me ask you the, the final question. So you visualize it, you're, you're meditating while masturbating, you're, you really go by your sensations and don't yeah. try to imagine big titties and big ass. But then what... what Not always that there is the ejaculation. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes you masturbate without ejaculating. Yeah. And can you ejaculate? Can you ejaculate with... Without touching your dick? Without... Oh, that's another one. Oh, wow. Like... like okay, I, I've, I've, I've got a question for that. I've got a story about that. But can you ejaculate without visualizing big titties or ass or whatever turns you on just by feeling... Sometimes. Wow. Sometimes. So in a meditative state, yeah. feeling your sensations, ejaculating, yes, just happens. from that. It's not that easy, but yeah. That's rather. We, we got a but masturbation story, I think. It's just a comment. Ah. Okay, let me, I'll, I'll tell you a little story. So I went to drama school. Uh, I went to drama school for three years. And learning how to act properly is sort of all about accepting imagine circumstances as much as you can right so i imagine this guy really wants to kill me as much as i can so my reaction is authentic or whatever mm. you know so so once <clears throat> we were in we were in um uh, in class and then this one this one uh, a person in my class was like we had this great teacher she was like she was like the her name was Elizabeth Hawthorne, amazing actress, super accomplished. In New Zealand, Australia, she's one of the, she's like the Meryl Streep of New Zealand, right? And she was our teacher. And um, so this one guy is like, yeah, but, you know, no matter how great your imagination is, you can never have like such a, such a true reaction to just imagine, uh, imagining things, you know? Your imagination is not that strong. And then she explodes. She's like, shut your fucking mouth, you fucking idiot retard. And everyone is just freezing. And he's like, let me ask you one question, you dumb fuck. And, and, and all of us are like, what the fuck's going on? And then she's like, have you ever had a wet dream? And he goes like, yeah, yeah, I did. And she's like, was that your fucking imagination making you come without you even touching yourself? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> so tell me again how fucking strong your imagination is and how fucking strong it isn't. It was amazing. <laughs> I'll never forget that moment. She just like flipped out, like totally ah, out of She, she flipped. Proportion. Whenever, whenever, I'm sure I tell this uh, story a little bit wrong, but um, this actress uh, who was teaching us uh, quite a bit, she was the coolest, but... Whenever you would make dumb excuses, or you would, you would, she had no patience for dumb excuses. So if, if she tells you something, 
and you are just blocking it and not going along with it and just for your own whatever I don't think it's right what you're saying like you, just because that attitude she would just fucking lose her mind and she was like almost 70 eh? and she didn't have patience for shit bullshit shout out Girls, we normally use those imitators. By the way, the little thing Chris keep holding in his hands looks like the one cock. Okay, would you rather be gay and or... And by the way, I did put it in my asshole before. Anyway. Yeah. Did you? Every morning. One. Would you rather be gay or impotent? <clears throat> gay. I think this is a very, very sexist... Is it sexist? Homophobic question. Because being gay and being impotent are put on the same level as two negative things. It doesn't say that. It is. It's just it's asking... Like, would you, it's like, would you rather be black or have cancer? It's the same kind of question. Oh, definitely cancer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, for obvious reasons. It's implied, but it's not really. No, it's definitely implied. Yeah. So, what the fuck? Stop being homophobic. So, so of course, impotent. Because I believe in science and... Yeah, impotent. You can choose to be gay anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I know a guy who actually thinks that. Yeah, so... It's disturbing. So the well, thing is that... Do you know Rudolf Steiner, the guy that does the anthroposophical theories and Waldorf schools and stuff? No. Never heard of it? Okay, let's not discuss it. Anyway, what do you guys want to talk about? Cool cats and kittens? Cool cats. Okay, tell me your most embarrassing moment of your life. <laughs> oh... The one moment that it was like, fuck. The most embarrassing moment of my life. I know. All right. All right, I'll, I'll go. So when I was in the final year of my high school, uh, so in Germany, most of the, back in the day, it was 13 years. So all of us were between 18 and 20 finishing high school, right? I was the last year that it was 13 years. And then after us, they made it 12, which then means... 17, 18, 16 to 18, you finish. But then it was 18 to 20. Anyway, so um, we were all hanging around and there's this one girl, she was 18, and she had a 30-year-old boyfriend, which doesn't seem in completely insane now, but back then it was completely insane. So anyway, another guy and me, because I was always the clown, but I would never really bully. I was never a bully. Like, I was always a clown and... You are now, but... Yeah, uh, you. <laughs> For obvious reasons, um, right. uh, but um, so I was always like athlete and clown, but never bully in my in my high school. But we're joking around. I uh, mean, this other guy who were always taking the piss about everything, and there's this girl, and we asked her just question. Oh, what? So you have a you have a boyfriend who's thirty? Oh yeah. Okay. What does he do? Oh yeah. Okay. So we're just talking, but she gets a little bit like. Uh, That's not like her favorite conversation with two idiots, you know. And then my mate asks her, like, how did you get to know him? And then I say, he's an old mate from her dad, as a joke. It's a great joke. It's a funny joke. It's a funny joke. But I saw in her eyes that her heart broke. You know what I mean? Like she had to fight to hold back tears and she didn't say anything anymore. And I knew in that moment I deeply offended her. And I was just... That image never, like, always stayed with me. And I was like, I just bullied someone. You know what I mean? Like, it was a great... That nah. wasn't that embarrassing. Uh, yeah, it was a fun joke amongst mates, but not to someone you're not friends with. You know, so this whole situation, it's embarrassing to think about it now. Okay, well, it's... 
it shows you're a good guy, but it wasn't that bad, in my opinion. That's, uh, yeah. What about you? Well, I've plenty of embarrassing things I did as a kid. I was a, I was a little dumbass. Um, but the, the dumbest thing, one of the dumbest things I've ever done was go to an exam that I have a subject that I hated. I think it's social studies or, you know, about society and how about how the government us? works. Um, like 17. Okay. I hated it. Um, and I, and I refused to even like study it. So instead of studying, I just wrote all the answers or all the information on my arm. Um, so I go there with this big jumper and I'm in class, I'm doing the exam, everyone's like concentrated. And uh, I'm really, really concentrated on this exam and I haven't even used that whole thing yet. And I kind of forget about it and I start to get really warm. So I take off my jumper. <laughs> put my jumper aside and continue. And then like five minutes later, you know, the teacher is doing his rounds and he's like, uh, hey Sean, what's, uh, what's all that on your arm? I'm like, uh, oh. <laughs> and the whole class <laughs> sees what the fuck, cause I was like, before the class, I was like showing everyone, yeah, I wrote it on my arm. I'm so cool. I'm, I'm so cool. <laughs> and everyone <laughs> knows, just starts laughing at me. <laughs> and he says, "Yeah, please go to the the director, you know." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I have to like pack Prince up my stuff, office. put it in my bag, stand up. <laughs> Everyone like look, watches me as I leave the classroom. <laughs> yeah, that's the one of the. I, I have a similar story as yours. Around. It's not my most embarrassing, but the similar story as yours. I was though in university, and they almost kicked me out of university. Was, uh, <laughs> you cheated at university? Yeah, of course. I love so it. Uh, I went. Uh, on Erasmus. Erasmus is like an exchange program for Europeans, where you can go to another European country and do a semester of university. And I went to Reykjavik yeah. in Iceland. And uh, I, I was studying uh, law at the time, so it was like about, the, the class was uh, EU law. And uh, the teacher told us, all right, so your final score is gonna be 40% a paper that you will have to turn in at the end of the semester and the rest is what you do in class. 60% about what you do in class. And of course I was a shitty student, I never, I, I probably went to class not even half of the times. And uh, they give us the assignment and I Google it and I find a paper about the same title. I'm like, that, that's perfect. I don't even read it, I just copy paste it and send it to my teacher. And I remember I just uh, delete at the end the name of the person who wrote this paper. So the final day of the exam, uh, there was even the, the ambassador of England in Iceland as a, as a co-teacher or like he, he was supposed to give us the grade as well. So they asked me a few questions about this paper and I just studied the last few days and I answer everything perfectly, and so the, the ambassador of England says, oh, Chris, good job, I mean, your teacher told me you, you never really even attended the class, but I think you did a pretty good job, and I understand you're an Erasmus, you're How is the fun. ambassador there? Because he was invited by the teacher, ah. because the ambassador was a lawyer. Ah, because he was a lawyer. Yeah. And, uh, and the teacher said, well, yeah, you answered pretty well, I just have one more question for you. How stupid can you fucking be not noticing that the paper you turned in was my paper? Oh. 
And I was like, oh, my me. God. And I'm like, yes, you didn't even change one fucking word, you dumbass. And I was like, no, 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 no. I took inspiration from your paper. And it was like, shut the fuck up, <laughs> shut the fuck up right now. And I was like, listen, you're an Erasmus. I know you don't give a shit. This is about the 40%, so you're failing the 40%, but I'm gonna give you a pass on the remaining 60%, so you'll still pass this class. I wow. never want to see you again. I was like, okay, I'll take it. Wow. But the most embarrassing moment of my life was actually when I was 14. I was 14, I remember I was about to go to school, I have a shower, and uh, in my bathroom at that time, uh, the whole wall was uh, mirrors. Hold on. The whole wall? Yeah, there was one wall, only mirrors. Okay. Okay, from, from the ceiling to the floor. And I, I go out of the shower, naked, obviously, and I glance at myself one second and I look back and I'm like, I have three balls. Wow. I'm like, how did I never notice this before? I mean, I'm 14, I have three balls and I start touching them. And one feels a little bit different to the touch than the other two but there are three different balls. Okay. And the scrotum was, was bigger than usual, was about the size twice as big as a tennis ball. It was huge. So you have a twice as big as tennis ball scrotum with yeah. three balls. With three balls. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm freaking out, I'm 14. So my father is sick, so I cannot talk to him. So I go to my mother and I'm like, mom, is there something you want to tell me? She's like, what? Yeah, get ready. You, you have school soon. What the fuck are you talking about? Mom, why you never told me I have three balls? She's like, Chris, shut the fuck up, get ready. You have school in uh, half an hour, we have to be ready. I was like, Mom, I'm not joking. I have three fucking balls. And she's like, stop it. I, I don't want to hear your shit. Well, what is it? You don't want to go to school today? I'm like, Mom, look. I put down my pants. I cover my car. And I said, look at this shit. She's like, what the fuck? So the first thing she does, she goes on her knees and she starts touching and jiggling my balls. Did you get hard at that stage? No, I was, that was the most embarrassing moment in my life. I was like, Did you fuck? feel a little bit of a tingle, no, like no, a semi-boner? But wait, it gets worse. Because then she's like, mom, come here. So my grandma comes and she also goes on her knee and they both start <laughs> touching my balls and they start, and my brother was there. And <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And turns out I had, I don't know if it's called like this in English, an hernia? Well, yeah, hernia. Yeah, so basically uh, a part of my intestine fell to my scrotum, which is normal if you're 60, but when you're 14 is, is something very atypical. Yeah, you ruptured your spleen. Yeah. And so basically I, we went to the doctor, they said, ah, it's fine, uh, we, uh, we managed to get an appointment for the operation, then I got... Uh, the operation like a month later, but from the next day, because my brother did go to school, half the school was calling me Chris Three Balls. And how? that's how my legend started. And I got more girls because of it. That's amazing. First of all, that's amazing that your mom and grandmother uh, touched my balls. Touched your balls. Until I was did they do it at the same time? Yeah, yeah, they were both on their knees touching and saying, oh, feel here, grandma. Oh, yeah, 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 feel here. Good the times. How it was my first threesome? How did you get? <laughs> how did it take a month to get an operation for this? Because it's Italy, and it wasn't that. Isn't that something that you're like? Oh, let's no, get this. Done I, I went to a specialist, and then do it in a month. Yeah, fair enough. Why not? Yeah, it's a great story. Thank you. That's a great story. 
True story, by the way. What's your most embarrassing moment, if you have it? What's your most embarrassing moment? Oh my god, we've got 800 people watching on Facebook Live. Uh, what else do you, should we discuss? Alright. Are you ready? Chang'u, Corona. That is... I, like, like, let me just say this. We overdid Corona, as, as everyone does, but I'm a little bit over Corona. You know, I'm a little bit like, yeah, you know. Like, I'm still... Are you still doing the social distancing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still not shaking hands, washing my hands, trying to not go out. I, I feel that the way Bali is doing Corona is... Uh, I don't like it. Because it's giving permission for the assholes to be assholes. Because there's always people at the beach, and those are the assholes that don't care about uh, the Like the you, rules. going for sunset. The rules, yeah. yeah. But then now they can still enjoy them because there's nice people like us who follow the rules and don't go for sunset. And this means that these fucking assholes just go. Yeah. I don't like that. The beaches are close though. They, they, I try to go to the beaches I'm and sorry, they're like, fuck one of those. I'm one of those assholes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I heard the, someone went surfing um, and when they came back, their tires were slashed. Well, the, good, good, yeah. good. And their women should be fucking raped as well. Well, Chris, <coughs> we were trying to use this podcast. Oh, sorry. But by the way, one thing I've been, I, I got very mad was Gojek. Okay. Now, I got mad without having all the information, so I might not be in the right. You're, you're a white middle-aged uh, man, yeah. So what happened is that I don't know if Gojek is actually helping their drivers, but I got mad because you receive a notification from Gojek when you order, which says... It's a very tough time for our drivers consider, consider giving them a tip. We talked about that earlier. Yeah, but I was like, how dare fucking you say it? You're this big corporation, and when I order Gojek, I see that you give the driver four fucking thousand for delivering my food, but you tell me I have to give a tip? Why don't you fucking give a tip, you big fucking asshole corporation? I'm gonna give my tip regardless, but for you, the big the man, to tell me who have to give a tip, I think is an asshole move. Okay, this is, let's, let's take this a notch bigger. Let's take this topic a notch bigger. So I read, cause I'm, I, I changed my Facebook um, cover photo. I used to have it for years, um, a symbol saying, eat the rich. And I felt through Corona, I felt inspired to bring it back, eat the rich. Um, oh yeah, I saw it. And I read, because I read a statistic, because I have lots of political friends from Berlin who post shit, and um, one of them, independent of Corona, um, posted a statistic that there's 1,950 billionaires in the world owning 75% of the world, mm -hmm. right? And he was just writing like, maybe something to think about while, while on quarantine, right? Something like that. Yeah, you know, I like it. I like it, uh, and because this is this is exactly what you were just talking about, you know, like, like the CEOs and the owners of these uh, uh, um, these corporations, they are billionaires, yeah. you know, and they are like you just said, they tell you they pay their drivers four thousand and they tell you to 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 chip in instead of making an announcement. We doubled their salary during Corona exactly. and take all our profits out for the, for the time Corona is doing because 
we don't need that money at the moment. So how do you feel in general people might change their mindset about like who is important or who should own things? The, the rich will always be important. Yeah, but that's an interesting thing because, because like... Did you hear about the Twitter CEO? No. He's donating one billion for Corona. One billion. The, the guy who... Uh, on Twitter. On Twitter. One billion. And he has like uh, four billion dollars, which is a ridiculous amount. And of course, having three billion dollars is still a ridiculous amount. But he's donating 25% of all that he has, which is a lot. Because yeah. I feel that many people don't, don't understand money. Yeah. Because when there is a very rich person or a famous person, an actor or whatever, that donates like five million, yeah. they're like, yeah, five million for him is like five euros for me. No, it's fucking not. Yes, it is. No. Yes, it is. Because with five million, you still have that much power. With five million, you can still buy a mansion. With five euros, you don't buy shit anyway. Yeah, but, but like how much it slices into your budget is comparable. Yes and no, but and also for a person to donate one fourth of all he has, he still has three billion left. Still, you why don't yeah. you donate one fourth of one fourth is so fucking much. If I would yeah, have three billion left, think of donating a billion dollars though. Think of making four billions. See, that's what the thing is. He didn't make four billions. He took. Oh, you didn't took shit. Anyway, the question is, do you think the mindset of people will change around what tuber-capitalistic system they want to live in? Or will it be the same? Nah. It, well, we are improving. Like, people, people like your friend who are uneducated cows... Tell who, what friend? The, the one who said 75%, uh, like uh, 1,000 mi one uh, 1, billionaires on 75 That's just a statistic. But it's a statistic made by an uneducated cow. Because so is that not true? It is true, but you have to put it into context. And the context is that throughout the years, if you look at 100 years ago, yeah. it wasn't 75%, it was 90%. And if you go... 200 years ago, it wasn't 90%, it was 95%. And we, as a humanity, were making so many improvements. Right now, even before Corona, we've never been in a more peaceful time. Humans are actually evolving. We're evolving slowly because we are fucking monkeys, but we are evolving. The, actually, the money is spreading around. There's never, there's never been a time in history where the middle class was so spread out. There were so many people in the middle class. But if you look at the raw statistic, of course there's still a huge dis, uh, dis, uh, disbalance or whatever you want to call it between the rich and the poor. True. But put it in comparison to what was before. Now, are we not making progress fast enough? Maybe. But it's not a fucking easy progress. But the thing make. is, like, these are numbers, right? The gap between rich and poor is growing. It's so not growing, though. It's okay. not growing. Oh, okay, Let, let's, let's stop this because... And because no, no, and, and can I tell you why? No, 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 hold on, hold on. What you're referring to is that poor people become richer as, as to compared 50 years ago. No, 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 the quality of life. Which is true. Okay, the quality of life is growing. 
but the gap between rich and poor, how far it goes away from each other, is also growing. Mm, not really. Okay, the, the, then let's stop talking and, about it. And you it. know why? Because before, there wasn't also the gap between rich and poor, because before the rich could decide, literally decide, about the life of the poor. Before there wasn't, oh, I, I'm a billionaire, you're a hobo. Before it was like, I'm the Lord, and if I say so, you die. And you have nothing, and if I want to fuck your wife, I'll fuck your wife, and you'll watch it, and you'll say, thank you, Lord, please give me a potato. So, do you think, so, right. so okay, follow-up question. Um, mm -hmm. Do you think, nowadays, these social justice warriors... And that's why Bernie lost... The, 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 did you see he dropped out? Yeah, he dropped out. Yeah. Uh, so, so social now, justice warriors. Yeah, hold on. Shout out to Donald Trump for another four years. Oh, uh, congratulations gonna, already. He's going to cannibalize Biden. Ah, okay. So, so, but let's keep going. Um, do you think nowadays someone like, someone like Harvey Weinstein, mm -hmm. pre-social media, was untouchable because... The, the public pressure was not big enough. But now, through social media, the public pressure to take someone like this down is so humongous that, um, that the, the justice system yeah. has to abide. Harvey Weinstein, he's a good guy, right? <laughs> he is. Are you Googling this now? Yeah. Oh do you God. not know about this? The, the, where do you live? What, what did he do? Oh, no, that guy. No, I, I got uh, mixed up with another guy. <laughs> Who did you get mixed up with? He was with, with, with Gandhi. No, th this guy's nuts. I, I don't know much about him. He's a rapist, right? I, I think he's a double-edged sword. Okay, so, so it is, but let's because talk about it. Because it's true that now there is this... Uh, because now is we have the, the court of public justice. And the court of public justice is always very dangerous. Because it's true now the, the gods can fall if we make enough noise. On the other hand, there's no stopping it. Once the balls get rolling and, and people start accusing, because you also have to remember that on the internet, we give the worst of ourselves. Like on the internet, look at every comment section. We give the most raw and transparent. Truth, but because it's, it's a little, to me, being on the internet is a little bit like being inside of a car. You can be a normal functioning human being when you walk, and if you walk and you accidentally bump on somebody, both of you will say, oh, excuse me, no, no, it was my fault, and you both go on your day. Mm. If you're in a car and somebody slightly goes on your lane and you have to slow down one second, everyone just wishes the motherfucker to die. Oh, you motherfucker, die, you, your mother, your sister. We're all animals, just because we're confined in, in this metal thingy and on the internet we're even worse because on the internet we have no repercussion so anything that something post we just blur and we just spuke out our insecurities and our anger and our fears and we're all fucking assholes on the internet I, that's why it's so dangerous let me let me chip in I agree that it's a double-edged sword and it has good and bad so what I don't like about it is that, um, like, that you can, that you can get something rolling and people just jump on it because you make a claim, and there's no sort of okay, let's have a proper look at that. 
So you just saw like a million people just go with it and then it's too late. Like in Germany, like this, this one CEO made an uh, inappropriate uh, a comment 10 years ago. Like he said, nice skirt, uh, uh, your body looks great in it, which was inappropriate like 10 years ago. And he admitted to it, and this woman came out 10 years later with the Me Too movement. And, and then he, he lost his job, he lost everything, had a lawsuit, and it's like... That's so stupid. Okay, like how far does it go? But, so, what I think... So this is the negative. Another negative is that, that people start building their digital persona differently than their opinions. Because now you build your digital persona politically correct in order to have a career. Yeah. Like, because I felt that as well. I had a film and I did marketing for that uh, political incorrect and I got so much heat. Like, it was insane. I don't want to get into that. But, so people pretend to be politically correct, but really they have different opinions. So, so that's a problem. And, and, and but, but overall... It's a good thing that people don't get away with shit. It, 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 like, that there is like an outcry to look at shit. So overall, there's a lot of problems with it, but overall it's, it's, it, it has something good. But it went too far, and that's why people but, but elected... That's, it went too far I have because... A question for you. Let me finish. That's why people elected Donald Trump, because he's like, ah, yeah, fuck, I said, uh, grabbed by the pussies, I did that, but fuck you all, you know what I mean? Like... Uh, because people like that people are like yeah don't just I don't want to be part of this outcry culture I want to go against it so we have to be careful when we start sort of like an outcry that it has to be smart you know because like the problem is then like as an example Harvey Weinstein and Louis C.K. like Louis is very different exactly but exactly Harvey Weinstein, like, ah, oh, actually, this has been... Uh, let me just get into it, and then you can ask you a question. Harvey Weinstein, like, basically, like, allegedly raped, and Louis C.K. asked girls that came voluntarily to his hotel room, can I masturbate in front of you? And, and when, they said yes. When they said no, he didn't. When they said yes, he did. But because he was in a more powerful position, he got fucked after that. Is it a, a thing that he shouldn't have done? Yes. No, no, I don't Okay, whatever. Maybe he abused his power or the, whatever. The thing is, if you have power, then you're not supposed to fuck. And also... You're not to abuse your power. Uh, everyone abuses what they have. What was your question? Everyone abuses what they have. That's true. Everyone abuses their power. Also, we Weinstein... I've got a friend. Okay, that is... Let me ask you. Let, let me... Uh, uh, let me finish. Okay. Also, with Weinstein, he fucked those girls. True. On the other hand, those girls knew exactly what they were getting into. Okay, okay, okay. Let's, let's not let's not kid around now here. Let's say a lot of girls knew the deal, and exactly. some of them were maybe physically and mentally pressured by him. But but still, the fact is you don't. We don't know. Let's just say no, this is so territory. This is my opinion. I don't give a shit. I'm not politically correct anyway. So this is the thing. There is this big shot producer. You want to be an actress. Yeah. You know you have to suck his cock to get in the movie. You suck his cock. That's your fucking decision. Yeah. And now it became a big thing. Why? Okay, okay, pause there. No, 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 wait. Because it's a woman. There is this bit about Joe Rogan, which is, I love it. In one, and it's like, think about if it was a guy, okay? 
and he's your son. And, and he's like, Dad, you know, I want to be an actor and this Weinstein guy told me I can be Batman if I suck his cock. What would you say to your son? You say, you suck that fucking cock right now and you become Batman. Just because he's, if he was a guy, it wouldn't have been the big deal. And the proof is this. The Me Too movement yeah. actually started with an Italian actress, Asia Argento. Yeah. She did uh, various uh, movies uh, uh, with Vin Diesel, the Riddick was one of the movies she did. Then, two years later, the Me Too movement, turns out, she paid a 16-year-old kid, which she worked with, $150,000 to keep his mouth shut because she fucked him. And he was underage. And that story is a story that came out, but because he was a guy, it didn't, be, it didn't get that much resonance on the internet. So I've got, she, I've wait, got, she, I've got a couple of... <laughs> I want, I want to, she fucked a 16-year-old. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I don't doubt that there's sicker women, sick women just like sick men. So let me, let me, let me talk a little bit about the, the difference, though. So I've got this friend. He's uh, two meters, he's uh, 280 pounds, he is an ex-army martial artist, and he was in, the, uh, in America in the army, right? right? And um, in the army, there's like super strict rules about like who you can fuck. You can't fuck someone on a different rank, right? Because there's always power abuse. Mm -hmm. So these are written rules, right? So he was in the academy, and then this chick who was his senior, he's super good looking and he's insanely athletic. He's just like, he's the Hulk. He's like, a, he's like a living Hulk. And um, he got, um, so one night she goes into his room and because she is ultimately his boss right. and could fuck his life badly. Yeah. So she just decides to fuck him and she just goes on top of him and is like, oh, I'm going to fuck you now. You know, you can do nothing about it. And he's like, he's like 18 years old and he's just like, oh, okay. So basically he got raped, mm -hmm. right? So uh, the difference between, so let's take this situation and then let's say Harvey Weinstein not only said, uh, if you suck my cock, uh, you're going to be in Hollywood. He actually had a meeting where he actually cornered a woman and he's like, oh, let's get this on or whatever. And she's like, no, I want to leave. And he just hugs her and holds her. And she is like half his weight. And she experienced that. And all of a sudden, her like, her instincts to just survive and go with it take over. Right? So the difference between, I don't know if the second one happened, but the difference between those two is, that in the first instance, there was a power abuse and it was rape, but this guy never was scared for his life. And never ever was there like a physical threat and never ever was there his body, mind taking but over. Still. Well, wait, but never ever was there like the, the insane emotional trauma of if I don't go along with this now, I might die. True. So, and the difference between woman on man rape and man on woman rape is exactly that that insane physical emotional trauma that comes with it of of being like i might die if i don't go along with fucking this guy now you know and that is humongous and we don't know if weinstein cornered a woman and she was actually scared for her life 
you know, because there's a difference between like some actress sucking cock for a role and some girl going into a meeting, being 18 years old and all of a sudden being cornered by a guy three times his Okay, way. this is a rape story I had. Yeah. I, actually, so yesterday actually, then, and you are the weirdest person, because yesterday we were walking, we went uh, on a rice field yeah. and he asked me this question, have you ever raped someone? <laughs> And it's true. I was like, what the fuck? But put into context why and how I asked you this. Because you wanted to rape someone? No? I, I don't know. What, what was the contest? I don't know. Okay, let, let, me, wait. let me wait. Anyway. So, so wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me give context to oh, that. Because I just... Um, oh, yeah. The I, wrote, I wrote a film... Oh, we kicked the mic over. Uh, I just wrote a film script and... One person in the film gets asked, did you ever rape someone? And the person in the script, uh, the character in the film script, thinks about it for half a second. And then everyone freaks out. You have to think about that. So it's sort of like this joke is on him because he actually has to think about that question. Did you ever rape someone? Because then I was like, I just... Uh, this is why I asked because you immediately said no. What? No, of course not. But it's 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 not completely true then because there's rape which is absolute rape. There's consensual sex which is absolute consensual sex, and there's there's a lot of gray area. No, I'm I'm, I'm not I'm not making jokes now. I'm having a serious conversation. Okay. Okay. And the gray area can be also within a relationship. For example. Uh, when you have a relationship, when you have a long-term relationship, there's sometimes where she, if she can choose, she would rather not have sex. But sometimes the woman feel compelled to have sex with her man, even if she's not really into 100%. Let's if not I call that right. still 100% con consensual. No, 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 exactly. Wait, wait a second, wait a second. I'm, I'm getting there. Okay. And I, and I agree with you. It's consensual, but still, there's some moments in your life, because that's what you define, what is consensual and what is not. Because there are some moments in your life when you maybe didn't want to have sex with your girl, your girl is only and you're like, ah, fuck it, and you just fuck it, even though you would have rather not. Yeah. Okay? So, and there's not only that. There's also times you have sex, and as you said before, you realize how much you like a girl, and I completely agree with that, after you ejaculate. Sometimes, though, you're with a girl that you don't know, you start kissing, you start screwing around, you start fucking, and in the middle of the fuck, you're like, what the fuck am I doing? And maybe because you're getting over a, a breakup, but there are some moments where you're in the middle of the fuck, and in the middle of the fuck, you realize, ah, this is a bad idea. Right? Okay, yeah. I, I, I agree with you and your stories, and that we all had that, and we all been there, or... Okay, okay. Wait, 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 but... Let's not, like, because we talk about this word rape now in a rather serious way. This is, has nothing to do no, with rape. No, but wait, wait, I'm think. getting there. Okay. This is the setup. Why? Right. So one time it happened to me that I was young. I don't remember how old I was. I was in my 20s. Uh, go in the club. I get drunk. She gets drunk. We go back home. And in the club we kiss. Everyone sees us kissing. In the club we kiss. Uh, she gets in my place. We, we go together. We start screwing around, we start touching each other, she's completely into it, we start having sex, she's completely into it. Halfway through, she said, at one point, I don't know, sometimes it, you completely sober up one second, 
And she must have sobered up immediately because she was like, no, stop it, I don't want to do this anymore. Okay? I was still drunk. She, she sobered up in a second. I was still drunk. It took me, I don't know, four pumps before I stopped. Because I was fucking her. I was on top of her. I was going in and out. And as soon as she said this, it took my, because I was right, it took my brain a few seconds to realize, oh, she really means no. It's not part of the, oh, no. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You didn't rape her. Wait, that's what she told me. Okay, okay. She was like, oh, you motherfucker. You, I told you no, and you kept on going. I was like, well, what the fuck do you mean I kept on going for 10 seconds, maybe? We were already fucking. You wanted me to fuck you. We were fucking. It took my brain, because when she told me, when she said that we're raped, that's when I sobered up immediately. It took me 10 seconds, not because I, I wanted to keep going, but because my brain was catching up with me. Yeah, because it was so out of the ordinary that she was like changing her mind about what was exactly. happening. Okay, okay, okay. But, it, but she, and, and she made me shit my pants, because she was like, no, you fucking raped me. I was like, what? Jesus. And in, the, and in that moment, she could have screwed my life. Jesus. She could have. But she, she got wised up a bit. No, she, she told me I'm an asshole. She slapped me and she left. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, I stopped. Yeah. But on her point of view, you change your mind and you still have this big guy on top of you for an extra 10 seconds. And in her mind, maybe this 10 seconds lasted much longer. Yeah. yeah. But still, that's why I say there's this gray area. Or like many times when you fuck your girl, like for example, you, you fuck your girl and then at one point, I, for example, I last a long time. So at one point, usually girls say me, to me, oh, I'm tired, let's stop, or because sometimes I cannot come. But when they say I'm tired, let's stop, I still keep going a little bit and then say, no, 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 I'm really tired and then stop. Because it's not a real hard no. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't even want to say yeah, <laughs> but I know what you mean. Uh, it's the Sorry, I, 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 I'm premature chocolate. But but you know how that you know it's that's it's very problematic. It's it's, it's problematic. Also, like Bill Burr does a great bit about it. Like it's like reading out the dialogue that happened in the bedroom in terms of oh, like yeah. without do you know when when it's like. The, the dialogue says, no, don't do it, don't do it, please don't, stop it now. But then what, what my experience was like, oh, no, please stop it now, which is a funny bit. Uh, yeah, the, uh, so it's true, yeah. it's true. So. And, and also the, the fact that now some girls truly believe with this PC culture that before you kiss a girl, you have to ask her permission. And with that, you just break all the magic. Do you know what? It's like, it's fucked. I never asked a girl permission to kiss her. Like, what the fuck? Do you please kiss you, exactly. lady. <laughs> Do you know what? I have to, I have to, like, before, like, I am 36 now. I started having sex 22 years ago. I started having sex with 14. Right. Especially when I was a teenager. And even when I was, like, early 20s or something, like, because you have exactly that. It's like you, the, the thing starts and maybe the girls, like you're trying to woo her and you're trying to like get her 
aroused because you want to sleep with her, you're horny. So, and she's a little bit reluctant and there's this whole game, you know, and that's fair play. Yeah, you kiss for hours, you go with your hand, she takes it away, then you try again. Yeah, and that's sort of like... It's part of it. Yeah, to a certain degree it's part of it. And then often when I had sex for the first time and it was like this game and it, we both became horny and then I would stop and I would look at her eyes and be like, do you want to have sex with me? And girls were always, first of all, super surprised. They were like, what? It's like, do you, I looked like, I made it romantic or I made it like nice, you know? I looked nice and I was like, do you want to have sex with me? I, I, for me, it was just something. And they freaked that, out. That, 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 like, so, they didn't freak out, but it was weird for them, mm. you know? And then actually for them, it was so beautiful though, that moment then when, when they said, yes, I do. And then like, it's, yeah, <laughs> that's so true. Um, actually, so, true. The, so we just had a comment saying, next time get a woman in the conversation, I would have some things to say. Well, tell us something. Tell us something. Come around. Now, um, oh yeah, we should have you over next time. Come over next time. But it's true. So let's, let's leave this topic behind. What about being raped by a man? You as a man being raped by a man. <laughs> Didn't we just want to leave that topic? I have, I have a question. Yeah. I've never had like a... Well, do you think that... Um, what's that woman? Carol murdered her husband. Yes. And why... What, what's the exact argumentation behind Well, that? first of all, the spoiler alert, we shouldn't talk about it. Tiger King. Tiger King. But before I'm going to tell you about the time I almost got raped by a man. <laughs> so let's do Sean's first. What's Sean's? I think she did. Yeah, spoiler alert. Because who would leave behind that estate? He wouldn't just leave behind his money. No, it's not only her. that. He wrote in his will in case of disappearance. Who fucking writes in case yeah, of yeah. disappearance? No, so some some people change. have the argument that he could do that to make it seem like she murdered him and then ah. run away. But why would he leave her all the money? And there's another point. To frame her. Yeah, to frame Yeah, yeah but, but nothing happened leave, to leave her, her. So, so he would have come back and say no. So that I'll she maybe gets mind. accused of his murder. And then what's he gonna do? Like come back from the dead and then and then <laughs> be like, hey, here's my money, uh, give me my money. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's that's real. Uh, I think she definitely. And also, uh, the interesting thing, free. the interesting thing about watching her talk on camera is that she's like this crazy narcissist. Like you can just see how she acts. It's it's weird as fuck. Yeah. Um, and I've watched a whole bunch of police interrogations and that's really interesting to watch because you're seeing real live like murderers and psychopaths who've killed like multiple people being interviewed by the police. Um, and, and you get, they get to the stage where they get to, to admit that they did it, you know? So there's all these police tactics that they put. So I, I went through this rabbit hole for uh, like a year ago watching all these interrogations and it was so creepy watching how these people um, would talk. And I, I just really recognized that type of communication in, that, in this Carol woman. Do you know what's interesting? I watched um, a body language expert break down Carol Baskin. 
Yeah, yeah. it's on YouTube. If you're a YouTube Carol Baskin body language expert, he's like, <laughs> she's just completely insane making everything up. It's just like, uh, there's no tomorrow as to what he has to say about that woman. It's, 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 it's crazy. Anyway, uh, we've got a question. And uh, Isa Gaia, yeah, come along next time. I don't know who you are. Do we know him? Uh, Isa Gaia? No, I don't think I had sex with her. Anyway, we've got, a, we've got a question um, earlier. We have a question. Um, Chris, are you still going on Tinder dates? Uh, your ex-girlfriend wants to know if you're still going on Tinder dates. Uh, well, I haven't been really out since I got sick. So, but I still have Tinder because, uh, you know, I, I like to chat. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a, a chatty guy. I'm a chatty guy. Yeah. So, well, who asked? By the way, um, Christian knows me as Jackie. Oh, okay. she didn't ask. By the way, okay. it was Rima who asked. Okay, hello, Jackie. No, I didn't have sex with Jackie yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know. Shout out! Shout out! <laughs> uh, yeah, but I might. I might. Why not? Might go on dates. Tinder yeah. date, but you know, Tinder is not only to for hookups. Yeah. For me. Actually, Tinder was the first thing I did when I arrived in Bali was uh, start using Tinder because I didn't know anybody, so I wanted to make friends. So I used Tinder to make friends. Yeah, sure you did. Because <laughs> <laughs> we all want more female friends in our life. Anyway, uh, is there anything else we want to discuss before we break it down? We're done soon. Last so, question. So this is the time I almost got raped. Ah, yeah, okay, by a man. By a man. Yeah. I was 16 years old. Which is rather scary. Like, th like think about, uh, let's all take a deep breath for a second, all three of us, and then imagine being, being like, having a situation where you're raped by a woman, and then take a deep breath and think about a situation where you, where you are, um, where you may be raped by a man, or in a situation that. And that's the difference between man and woman rape and woman and man rape. I think... Man and man rape is is bad in a different way. They're both horrible, of course. But the, to be a heterosexual man being raped, it also strips you of your masculinity. There, there's a layer, there's an extra layer that women don't have. For example, one thing about <laughs> no, it's true. For example, one thing that women have uh, when they're raped is that about 30% he pointed at me or something about 30% uh, orgasm and they feel super guilty about it wow okay and and that's a whole different layers that these women have in a process because then they feel guilty they say why did i and it's not about enjoying anyway i was 16 year old yeah and uh, when i was 16 year old i went to live uh, in the us yeah. as an exchange student okay in florida yeah uh, so I was 16, I spoke almost... What the fuck are you doing? I don't know. Nothing. I spoke almost no English whatsoever because the Italian school system was, was shit. Yeah. And uh, I go to this school, I don't know anybody. Yeah. And they put me there, and the schools are very different in Italy than in USA. They put me there to wait to get my like school ID or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to choose my class. So you're 16. You're in American high school. You're in some office waiting for your yeah. school badge. And I speak 
close to zero English. Yeah. And there were other people that were waiting. And uh, this guy comes next to me, he's a black guy, big black guy. And I kind of understand what he says, but I'm not completely sure. And I tell him I'm new, he tells me he's also new, like from Alabama, from what I understand. Yeah. Now at one point he asked me, do you know where the bathroom is? I'm like, yeah, I know, actually I have to go to the bathroom, I can walk yeah. you there because I have to go as well. Really? I've got a shy bladder. I can't go. Like, if someone asks me, do you want to come to the bathroom and take a piss? I can't, you know, because I've got, like, I can't piss next to people like that. Well, but, you know, I go there and there were, I go to the urinal yeah. and I start pissing yeah. and he breaks all the unwritten rules to skip one urinal yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. he goes in the one right next to mine. Wow, yeah, okay. And he started looking at my penis. And you are peeing at that stage? Yeah. So you're already peeing? Yeah. And he looks at my penis. And now I'm very naive. And also, I was born at that time in my town. I didn't know any black people. So the only thing I knew about black people, this was one of the first black people I talked to, are stereotypes. Yeah. And one of the stereotypes is black people have big cocks. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, he might want to look at my cock because he has a big cock and he wants to see a white person. That, yeah. That's what goes on from my uh, I uh, don't know why. I'm 16. Fair call. You're 16. And I finish pissing and he's like, can I touch? I'm like, what, what do you mean? You can, you, you can touch. He's like, yeah, can, can, can I see? Can I? I'm like, whoa. I'm, I'm super nice. I, yeah, I yeah. don't think nothing sexual in my mind. Yeah. Nothing. He just wants to see your yeah, three cause, balls. Yeah, because also, like, at that age, I wasn't really a man mentally. So I wasn't even thinking, I, I was uh, still a virgin. I had sex when I was 16. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I used to play soccer or football. So usually you go in the shower and you make fun of other guys' penis. Yeah. It's normal to see other guys' penis at that age. Yeah, fair enough. All right. And I'm like, no, no, no touch, but yeah, you know, it's, it's a white guy penis. What do you want from me? And then he opened one of the stall, he gets in and it's like, come, I need to show you something. And I'm stupid, I go in. <laughs> and he closed the stall. And the guy comes in and they're like, shh. I, and I was like, well, yeah, I can understand how it can be embarrassing to if he knows there are two people in the stall, so I shut up until the, the guy that comes in then comes out. Yeah. And then it's like, take off your pants. I'm like, what? 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 Yeah. what? Why? What? And he's twice my size. Yeah. Because also, he, he was like a senior, I was... Yeah, yeah. A, like, black kids. How old was he? I don't know, maybe he was just 17 or 18, but he was a big black guy. Okay. All right? Yeah. And, and still at that moment, in my mind, there's no danger. In my mind, there's no sexual things. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, this guy will want to make fun of my penis. Like, what the fuck do you want? Yeah. And then he, and I also cannot really understand. And then he gestured me that he wants to suck my cock. Mm. And at that point, I'm like, whoa. Well, well, what the fuck is going on? No. And I go to open the door of the stall and he blocks it with his hand. Oh, wow. And at that point, I get scared shitless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? What am I doing? I go mentally, I go back to all my decision of why I ended up in that stall. I'm like, I'm a fucking idiot. Like, what the fuck? Because mm. I never thought that such a thing could happen to me. Mm. And at that point, luckily, I just push him and then run away. 
and I'm completely scared and I never saw that guy again. Yeah. And that's it. Wow. That's... But at that point, I was so fucking scared and I can only imagine. And if you actually... And imagine, imagine that's a girl exactly. half your size. No, you're, but, you're like, uh, yeah, yeah, what? <laughs> Let me just take this hand off the door and get out. No, and actually, uh, I, I had sex recently with this gorgeous girl, yeah. uh, Toko. Yeah. Okay. And, and we, shut up, and we talk about it. And the first night that we met, first of all, we met in a, in a bar. We, we had this great connection. We start kissing and then she came over to my place and whatever happened, happened. Mm. And after we talked and she was like, well, you know, I was, I took a big risk. And at first I was like, what do you mean a big risk? And I was like, oh, now I see what you mean. Because every single date for a woman yeah. is a fucking huge risk. Because even going in, in the bike with a guy, you don't know where is he going to bring you. You don't know. What yeah, let's say, let's say meeting at a public restaurant is not a big risk. No, no. But, but going, going home with a guy. Exactly. Or even letting him drive you home. Because once you drive in a bike, he can take you whatever the fuck yeah, he wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you jump off a bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fair cool, fair cool. So, yeah. So, now I only rape women that weigh more than me. <laughs> <laughs> to make the experience less traumatic. Yeah, that's... Okay, okay, should we leave that topic behind? Alright. Yeah, sure. Also, <laughs> also, Sean has the biggest rape vibe. <laughs> I've seen recently. You you have been just the biggest rape vibe ever. I know. All right, should we? Uh, should we wrap it up? Should we wrap it up there? Uh, I don't know what Let's else is, is there to say. Do you have any more offensive jokes? No, let's not. Let's not go into deep water. Light. Should we s finish with some lightness? All right. Oh, I yeah. know. I know. Um, there's an organization, well, they're not an organization, they're a group of people and they started a Facebook group called Let's Help Bali and then COVID-19. And what they're doing, uh, you, you can look that up on Facebook, Let's Help Bali COVID-19. What they're doing is they're bringing food packages to local families here in Bali. Salam. Uh, and, and they're actually a lot of very poor people, you know, like the pool guy, pool maintenance guys right now who have literally no single bit of money to buy food. And they're bringing them these big food packages. And there's so, also these uh, villages in the east of Bali, which are super poor. Yeah, well, they're, they're doing it centered around Changu and they, okay. they delivered a package to a family who had not eaten in two days, a family, Damn. you know? So it's really necessary, and uh, if you want to help out, I, I don't think they're so much looking for people to spend time, because I offered that, and they didn't really ask me to help yet. Because you have a rapey vibe. But, exactly. <laughs> uh, you can donate. You can either donate uh, money for a certain package, and then I'll just bring it to a family that you know, mm -hmm. that you tell them to bring it to, or you can just donate random amount of money and then they will add that to like a fund where they buy just huge food packets, like 150 bucks, and they bring them to these little communities, living communities where there's like 20, 30 people. I mean, I get the second option, 
I give you money and you bring it to these villages or the people in need, but why would I give you money and tell you who to bring the food? Why don't I just buy food and bring it to the people who well, like, need it? Exactly, because you might not have the time. Well, you have the time. <laughs> but uh, I anyway, think it's for that kind of situation. I think it's great. The only thing I have against these people is that they call it COVID-19. I, I, I think people... Is, because it's caused no, by... I, I think COVID-19 is like the hipster way of calling Corona. You, you want to sound cooler by calling uh, it COVID-19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because of that, they should get Corona themselves. But besides that, they're doing a great job. Yeah, don't call it COVID-19. You're an asshole. This okay. is, is great. Corona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so let me... I don't have intellectual classes. But this is, this is the guy who calls it Rona. Fucking Rona. This is the guy called the Corona, and then imagine these are not sunglasses, but intellectual sunglasses. This is COVID-19. Exactly. <laughs> There's a great comedy bit about it already. Anyway, yes, let's put this into the link of the description of the podcast on the Facebook page. Uh, on the way you go, Facebook page, we uh, we pop that there. Can you can you can you send the link and then we sure we put it out. Right. So if so there's not any last money. question, I guess we can wrap it up. Yes, spend some money. Um, all right, yeah, do the bomb. You do it. There you go, Sean. Do the honor. Mm.